This podcast is brought to you in part by Shorewinder, the industry-leading tool for winding residential and commercial springs with a cordless drill. Let us shoulder the burden for you. And check us out at Surewinder.com. Hey guys, before we get into the show, I need to let you know, not only do I own a garage door company, I also own and run a marketing agency. If you need help with your marketing, make sure you contact us at 404-445-3494 or check us out at garagedoormarketing.co. That's garagedoormarketing.co. Nick, I told you the music was cool. What's up? <laughs> What's up, guys? Ryan with Torch Talk Podcast. I was just telling Nick before we started the music that that just sets the tone for the whole show for me. If we ended it right now, I would feel super cool. I just love the music. Uh, so that that's like that's what gets me in the mood. Uh, I love it. So, Nick, how are you today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thanks, Ryan. It's, uh, it's good to be here. So on our journey to... Uh, not necessarily find the best dispatch software, but to find the right dispatch software for your company. Uh, we've been interviewing different companies, and uh, today is a treat for you guys. This guy right here is taking me way back. I say way back, five years, uh, a little over five years ago when I started my company. I did the research. I was a software guy getting into the door game, and I did thorough research. And I felt like these guys had it down pat, very simplistic, very straightforward. You know what you're getting. Uh, it was an excellent software, excellent support. I was enthusiastic through the whole process. Uh, but Jobber, from our Canadian friends up north, mm -hmm. you guys are Canadian-based, right? Yep. Yeah, we're born and bred in Canada. Yep, nice. for sure. So I have been to Canada, which is, oh. I've been a lot of different places, but uh, I like to travel to other door dealers. And one of my friends, Kyle Hart, who a lot of people on our sh listen to our show know him, um, uh, he is in Vancouver and I flew oh. out there uh, for a week and hung out with him. So I learned uh, a lot about like commercial doors and also learned about Fortnite and, um, <laughs> So he plays a lot of Fortnite back then, and so he got me hooked, and I came back here and downloaded it on my PlayStation, and me and my kids play it all the time. Yes. It's uh, it's pretty fun. So it, yeah. it bonds us. My my kids think I'm the coolest dad ever because I do that. Awesome. Um. So speaking of kids, man, uh, married kids, dogs, cats. What you got? Yeah, a, a little bit of everything. Yeah. So married, um, married long time. Married my high school sweetheart. So that's uh, that's fun. 15 years and you didn't have to search we've known each other for 18 plus so it's been a, it's been a long time it's great but yeah um married two kids two boys one four one uh who just turned one um and oh, so wow. it's uh it's it's chaos in my house um yeah so yeah but uh, a lot Jumping of fun job. chaos and then an old dog who actually used to be the jobber office dog back when we worked in the office so he would come to work with me every day and hang out and mostly sleep but that was that was his big big to do every day nice so, um, tell me a little bit about you. What do you do for a hobby? Yeah, hobby. I'd say, um, kids take up most of the time, but outside of kids, I've been uh, a big runner for a long time. So into marathons, half marathons, that's been kind of a, sounds awful. Yeah, it is. It, it, it you know, I, <laughs> I actually read something, uh, saying about running that it, it never gets easier. You just get 
stronger, yeah. right? So it's like the runs get longer and faster, but they still suck, right? So yeah, it's, uh, um, but I think works like that a lot too. So yeah, running has been a constant over the last kind of dozen years of my life, uh, something to, to get outside and clear your head, you know? So yeah. um, it's been good. So uh, you said one in four, right? The boys? One in four, yeah. Are you, uh, did you grow up athletic to where like you're going to put them in sports or anything? Or are you going to, yeah, I grew up playing soccer and basketball. Um, and then like, you know, hockey in the winter because everybody here plays hockey in the winter because it's basically the only thing we can play outside, right? Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, they're like both, Americans, um, just so you know, we think you guys suck if you don't play hockey and you live in yeah. Canada. So like, we just feel that way. It, we have either. to do it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's like part mandatory. of our, yeah. So they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're out there skating. That's what we've been doing a lot during the, the last few months. Cause it's about all we can do, but yeah, they'll probably both get into sports. I think I'm more of a taking more of the, um, let them play everything and see what they like approach versus trying to get them, you know, into, into one thing from the start. So my 13 month old, the, he's, he started walking at nine months. So he's fully wow. running and just started climbing in the last week. So he is, we catch him on the kitchen table yeah. or, you know, trying to go up the stairs by himself. And it's just like, oh, so that's great. We're the, yeah, we're in for it. Good times. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. So how did you get, like, when did you start with Jobber? What's your position yeah. with the company? Like, give us some background. Yeah. So I started back in May, 2014. So coming up on seven years, uh, this May, uh, I started as the first kind of first marketer on the team. I think I came in and there was, we had an intern and, and the CEO, well, our CEO founder, Sam, he was doing most of the marketing. So I came in to kind of start that from the the ground up and, and have built it into the the team it is today. And um, yeah, and you know, it was a, it was an introduction from somebody I used to work with who just said, Hey, there's this, there's this small tech company jobber looking for a marketing guy. You should, uh, you should apply and then see what happens. So I went out for coffee with Sam and, couple couple meetings with him and our other founder for us later landed at this 13 person company it was like okay now what do we do um so then yeah it's been a it's been a wild seven years nice and i assume because you have all the cool like setup here you do like uh a lot of webinars or do you do podcasting or what yeah so i'm the director of marketing um so still kind of running the whole team there we started a podcast you know, the pandemic hit, we we're like, hey, what can we do from home? So we, we bought a mic and we we started talking to customers and we started a podcast uh, built by you, put that out uh, kind of mid last year. So that's why we've got the setup. So yeah, we do, we kind of run the whole gamut of marketing. I, I dabble, I mostly lead the team and, and don't do any real work anymore. Um, but uh, they put me, they put my hand up for me to, to host the podcast. So, so it was a ton of fun. Um, Talking to customers, I, I spent a lot of time in the early years of Jobber out at trade shows, meeting with customers and uh, like face to face and just learning more about their business. And it was good to kind of get back to that um, with the podcast and, and chat with folks. And, you know, the the podcast we did was really focused on, you know, the entrepreneurial journey and like not only the good times, but the bad times and the lessons learned through that. So it was just awesome to, to kind of get some of those really positive stories out um, in the middle of the the weirdness that was kind of like April, May uh, that we were all going through. Yeah, definitely. We've, uh, I, I don't remember what they said, but the, uh, they have like a ridiculous amount of new podcasts that have started since the pandemic. Um, yeah. I'm trying to see. Yeah, no, I'm not going to be able to find it, but number, yeah. I was going to try and look it up real quick because it was like when I saw it, I was like, holy cow, 
Like, yeah, it's, it's, I can if imagine. You see the chart, it's like headed like uh, like at an art, and then it just does the hockey stick, and it's like straight up. It's yeah, ridiculous. It's, it's, it's wild. It so, makes sense though, right? All you need is a you need a decent microphone and some editing software, and all of that stuff's getting easier and easier. And it's uh, and some interesting conversations. And the willingness to sound like an idiot and still do it again. That I think is important too. Uh, speaking of sound like an idiot, uh, are you familiar with Clubhouse? That's the uh, that's the like yeah the new app where you get in and it's all conversation based, right? Yes. So, yeah, a bunch um, of the marketing groups I'm in, people are like, anybody got an invite? And I'm like, I don't want to do more talking, but yeah, I've been on there for a couple of days and I'm fascinated. So like, mm-hmm. I'm an audible learner, so I listen to audiobooks, mm-hmm. podcasts, and so. Yeah. What it, it's kind of like listening to an audiobook, but you get to raise your hand and then comment about it, right? Yeah. So, like, you have all these people kind of talking about a subject matter that you're interested in. And then, if you have something that you can like participate with or ask a question, you can like raise your hand and they'll add you to the conversation. And then you ask the question, uh, or you can contribute by adding additional information uh, from your experience. So, I, I'm like, I love it. Now I've definitely um, listened more than I've spoke, but I, I started my own uh, club, I guess is what you call it. Um, I'm still learning, but um, it was a miserable fail. If you measure it by like, did we get home service people in there to talk about marketing? No, we didn't. Not anybody. Actually, as a matter of fact, the few people who wanted to couldn't join because it's a uh, iPhone only. Um, and so uh, that's a problem, but uh, we, we had a lot of marketers join because of the title. And so we all got to talk about our agencies and how to grow them, which was actually very beneficial. But so I just went with it uh, and it was really cool. So that was anyway. very cool. Yeah. It's uh it's an interesting like take on like the gathering place and, and using like the, the technology and making it super, super easy to use, I think is, is kind of the theme, right. With like yeah. technology and mass adoption. So that's cool. And the one thing I like about it is, is like in a time where we're all kind of, like there's so many people locked up in their house. This allows them to be so like interactive and interpersonal and be able to like listen to other people and talk about challenges. And uh, I think it's like the perfect solution at the perfect time. So uh, I genuinely think they're going to do great. And these, some of these rooms have hundreds or thousands of people in them. It's pretty yeah. And every it's, it, they've hit that, they've hit that magic spot of everybody clamoring for an invite. Right. And yeah. uh and it's like they can they can control it. It's like similar to Facebook, right? When it started, and you could yeah. only only get it when they expanded to your your university. It's at yeah. first and dot um, edu so. was the only way, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Got it. So listen, we're not here to talk about Clubhouse, but I wanted to give that shout out to Clubhouse because I think everybody should be getting on it. Um, so anyway, side note, Clubhouse conversations over. Let's talk about Jobber and how Jobber helps small uh, or not small, but home service companies uh, organize their business, streamline things, and generate more revenue. Uh, first, before we jump into everything, I did a demo yesterday with these guys. It was yesterday, right? It was yesterday, yeah. Yep. So um, I did a demo with these guys, and I used their product when I first started uh, Aaron Overhead Doors back in 2015. And like I said, I did a lot of research with different products. I feel like just looking at solutions, being in software for so long, I can kind of tell what's good and what's not, uh, how it's built, you know, how the code is. And I was so impressed with the product that I signed up with them. 
And, you know, I told Nick, you know, hey, I'm, I'm going to be honest, right? And we're going to share, like, why I left because people are going to have that question. And, and I'm going to give them an opportunity to talk a little bit about some of the things that uh, that I discuss here. But I, uh, I ended up leaving um, Jobber, which was not an easy decision for me because I loved their product. Uh, but we we experienced extreme growth and I was looking for some business intelligence and I really wanted to get into like job costing and a bunch of stuff that they didn't have at the time. Uh, but I've done some, uh, I did a demo yesterday. Man, they've come a long way. And if they were the company today that they were five years ago or four years ago, uh, I may still be with them. And I know technology has to evolve and they got to continue to work on things. But I want to give a huge shout out to you guys for, you know, committing to developing the product and making it better. Um, one thing that I told you yesterday, I made a statement. I said, you know, this looks uh, similar and feels the same, but it's different, uh, which was a huge compliment, in my opinion, because one of the things that I give you guys kudos for the most is I'm a big fan of like simplistic, uh, you know, the best the best software that's developed is developed for user experience and um, and and so the workflow and everything has to be kept in mind and it's got to be very functional and so you got like engineers you got you uh, you know um, user experience people um, you know design people so they they make it look good they make it uh, flow well and they make it work well right so when you when you put all those three together and you have good departments and all of those it's a home run and i genuinely feel like you guys have that figured out that's not a problem of yours at all um, and so i strongly recommend a lot of people go to jobber and uh, for like if you're starting your business or you're your young company or your smaller company and people say ryan well uh you know who do you advise for like larger companies and you know i say well you could look at jobber uh but, and this was before doing the demo, but, you know, here's some other companies you might want to take a look at. Let's talk about that real quick before we jump in and get into all the great things with Jobber. Who's your ideal customer? Who's your client? Who are you guys trying to attract? And uh, oh, like high overview before we dive too deep, what are some of your strengths and weaknesses? Because every company has them. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good question. And then like, thank you off the top of those words. I think it, it means a lot. You've hit on a lot of things that we try and do uh and try and do well and so when you know when that feedback comes back it's 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 great to hear because we we do work hard to to try and do that so so yeah we are you know we're we can't be build everything for everybody so we're we are hyper focused on you know the the small businesses um you said it there kind of quickly uh and small define home service businesses. small so yeah so yeah so small for us is you know it's it's that you know single person who's either just starting out or hey maybe you run a, a one-man hvac shop and you're one truck and that's all you want to do um, you know, from one, you know, kind of up into the, the 20 employees, like that's our sweet spot. Um, that's where we do our best work. That's where the product's really like geared towards. Uh, we definitely have customers on the bigger side. Um, we've got a lot of franchises on who, you know, might have 10 employees per franchise, but you know, 50 franchises across the U S. Uh, so, but that one to 20 small home service business owner, um, that's, that's who we're laser focused on making, making the best product for yeah, I think about and and when I think about like your product, and I think about like uh, Service Titan and uh, mm -hmm. House Call Pro, which we've had on the show. Uh, one of the things that I think about is you know when you you said something earlier, like you don't build the product for everybody, right? Because yeah. then it's no good for anybody. Like, uh, but 
what I do like is, you know, if you sign up for Jobber, you're probably going to use majority of the product. Where mm-hmm. like when I can honestly tell you, I'm not even sure we're using 50% of Service Titan right now. Um, and I don't even know what we're not using. You know what right. I'm saying? Like it's so freaking big and there's so many things. And it's like you find out things through conversations on, on Facebook. And and that's kind of frustrating a little bit. But at the same time, congratulations to them for building such a huge platform um, that works. But, uh, you know, when you look at your they have like a little scorecard that they keep that shows you like the potential usage that you could be doing. You know, you almost feel defeated every time you log in because there's so many things that you're not doing. And I don't even know that you want to do everything. Maybe not every business wants to, but it almost feels a little bit overwhelming, which is when you log into Jobber from the presentation yesterday and my previous experience with you guys before, it's like, here's the core base of what you need to run your business. And you really kind of interact in all those aspects. Like when you logged in, I love the fact that you could see almost like a pipeline report uh, of, you know, here's the people that we have open estimates for, you know, here's the people that we have uh, scheduled appointments. I don't even remember the blocks, but it, it made, it felt good. It was very clean. It was like, if you're a business owner and you want to log in and see something at the beginning of the day, this is the information that you're looking for. And then, you know, as you scroll down, uh, but talk a little bit about the dashboard and when you log in, like what information you guys, you talked, said some pretty cool things about it. Share a little bit about the dashboard for me so people get a kind of a visual since we're an audio podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's a good, good question. Yeah, so yeah, you kind of mentioned it yesterday. Like when you log in, you see our, our home page is, is kind of what we call it, right? And it's like the, I think you called it yesterday, actually, like the, you, you know, your entire pipeline from, from start to finish. So, you know, really that's everything from the, you know, your, your quotes to quotes and estimates that you've got out there, your invoices, your jobs, your visits, um, for us jobs can have multiple visits if you, if you need to do that. Uh, and then, yeah, any sort of like cash flow things like what, what are, what's your invoicing? And then what we try and bubble up on that first page is like a, is kind of like a one-stop shop or a home where you can, especially as the business owner log in and, or the ops manager and say like, Oh, looks like here's the most important actions I need to take today. Um, and, and yeah, so that home came out, uh, that was a new, uh, that was a new release to the, to the software only, and it's tough to remember what month we're in, but yeah, that was like November, December of last year. So it was a new kind of update we did that we kind of pushed out to everybody and what it really builds. And we talked about this yesterday is like the foundation for us to drive more of those like data driven insights up, uh, to make life easier, right? Like you shouldn't have to go and click into invoicing and then click into invoices that are past due. And then we should just say like, Hey, you've got six invoices that are past due click here to like automate a follow up or, you know, to dive in or check out your report. Um, and that's kind of the power of like what we've built with home is you've got that whole pipeline of like, these are the operations of your business. You know, you got to track your jobs and you got to track everything that's attached to those go here. You see kind of a high level snapshot and then drill down into to what you need to drill down into and what you need to handle. And increasingly what we want to help business owners do is prioritize some of that. Right. right. Um, and that's where like, you know, customer feedback and learning and just even like, you know, tracking what are people clicking on first, you know, and, and it might not be at all what we think as uh, as a bunch of engineers sitting sitting back and and coding the software. But, you know, the, the clicks that people actually take um, give us more of that information uh, that we can build on. So, yeah. Nice. So I'm just going to run through a couple of the features that we have mm-hmm. through them. So client manager uh, is almost like a CRM, which I find yeah. very interesting because I'd like to see more development 
on the CRM side for all dispatch software because I like we discussed yesterday, I feel like most dispatch software really think like they begin the process on the inbound lead. But there's work that goes into sometimes like maybe you're going out knocking on doors or you're doing, you know, whatever, uh, making outbound calls, you're cold calling, knocking on doors, whatever. And so it, it's good to put prospects in the system and have them follow up, maybe create a, a drip campaign for them. And so I love to see more dispatch software creating CRM. Uh, scheduling and dispatching, obviously, uh, but what's really cool about Jobber, which I didn't I didn't know how rare this was until I left. Uh, one of the biggest disappointments was uh, Jobber has like a weekly view where you can kind of see all of the jobs. And when I left and I was like, oh, wait, like I can only look at a day at a time. And uh, it feels like very clunky that way. Um, but being able to see a whole week because, you know, people are maybe scheduling you know, on a Monday for a Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, it's kind of nice to be able to see that big overview. I love that feature. I think that was great. Invoicing and follow-ups. Uh, we talked about that a little bit yesterday. So you guys can send an invoice and then they automatically send reminders, you know, hey, you haven't paid your invoice, make sure you pay it. Uh, that's great because you're talking about like reduced workload for your staff. Uh, that's important. The mobile app is super user-friendly. And I'm just telling you off based off of my experience, like all the things that... Online booking, I've got a little bit of experience on online booking. My buddy Greg at Jag and Sons, we just implemented that on his website. If you guys want to check it out and see what it looks like, um, or you can contact these guys and they can do a demo. But the online booking's great for like email newsletters. Like if you're sending out email newsletter, you definitely put a button in there and it says like book online if you need service. Um, you can uh, put it on your website. It, it helps. Like a lot of people, I think we really started pushing online booking on our website uh, when we rebuilt it from the ground up at the end of last year. And uh, one of the things that we started doing was really pushing online booking. And now I would say about 20% of my business books directly online. That means that it frees up the phones. And if it was up to me, I know I've said this before, I would like to see the phone calls go to zero. If I can get the phone calls to go to zero and everybody book online or chat in, that would be freaking great because we can handle multiple chats and we can take on online bookings and book it in two seconds. So that's great. I think the more we can push people that way is better. Uh, you have a client hub, which is new. You did not have that when I was on board with you guys. Um, that's where you log in and the customer, like all the customer experience is right there. Previous yeah. appointments, invoices, the whole bit. I think that's great. Uh, customer communication management. I'll let you talk a little bit about that. Uh, job forms. Like, I think that's something that's super important for like safety inspections, things like that. I talked to them about, and I know in the past I've really preached the red, yellow, green and the safety inspection. They do have a workaround for that. So um, for those of you guys who are looking for a software that kind of has something where you can go in and do a safety inspection, they definitely have the ability to do that. Uh, it is not as clean as the one, but you're going to, for the amount of money that you're saving by going with Jobber over like a service Titan, or if you're a smaller company, you still want to use jobs or forms. This is a, a perfect solution. Uh, quoting and follow-ups. Again, you talk about automating your business. This is what software is all for in the, anyway, right? Like if you quote a job, I can tell you probably 50% of the jobs we win are because we do a really good job of following up. When we send out a quote, an automatic email goes out says, hey, this is from me, the owner. And if they reply, it comes to me. 
it just, you know, talks about like, hey, I'm a small business. We rely on neighbors like you to help support us, things like that. And so they have that ability too to be able to automate that follow up from the quoting process, uh, email and postcard marketing, credit card processing and reporting. Um, like the credit card processing, I really dove into the conversation yesterday about like, uh, are you guys tapping on to and like bumping the rate up because I'm dealing that with service Titan and paying more than I should. Uh, they give you the ability to like use a third party if you want, but they have like, you know, jobber payments that you can use. So, I mean, I just think they're really doing it right. They're not acting greedy. Like they're not nickel and diming you for every single thing that they're doing. I think that's important. Um, they got an easy to use interface. So like if you have an older crew that works for you, I think this is the product that you want to use. It's easy to use for the older guys who have used to working on paper. Um, and so let's dive into a couple of these things that I feel like are super important and then, um, we'll go from there. But before we do, let's take a break for our sponsors. Somer is a European-based garage door opener manufacturer who has recently opened Somer USA out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Serving more than 90 countries worldwide, with our 40 years of experience, Somer produces one of the highest quality openers on the market. Combining German engineering and manufacturing, Somer uses direct drive technology to make their openers and opener accessories durable, long-lasting, quiet, and with the maximum lifting force. Further, Somer has earned both IDA and DASMA certifications by maintaining the quality and innovation standards set in place by national and international garage door associations. Maintaining these standards has allowed Somer to create the most versatile operator on the market, featuring unique optimization and diagnostic tools to make their operator perfect for every job and every customer. For more information on Somer operators, visit somer USA.com. That's S O M M E R USA.com or contact their Charlotte office at 877 766 6607. Bifolding overhead doors are simply cool. Therefore, if you install one, you too are cool. All kidding aside, Swice makes the best bifold door on the market. So when you have an opportunity to sell a bifold, check them out first. As a matter of fact, Bifold security doors are hot right now. If you check out their website, Bifold.com, you can see hundreds of ideas on how businesses are using Bifold doors. They have tons of photos on their website. They've supplied doors, Bifold doors, for restaurants, basketball stadiums like Golden One Center in Sacramento, retail stores, and even spectacular homes. These doors are a game changer and a statement piece. If you want a project that will draw attention, sell Schweiss door. Tell them Ryan with Torch Talk Podcast sent you. Visit bifold.com. That's B I F O L D.com. So we're back. Let's chat a little bit about uh, some of the things that I think are important. Talk to me about online booking and the dynamics of online booking and how that affects uh, your business. What are you guys seeing on your end? Is there any data that you can share with me? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And, and, and I think to pick up on a thread that you, you started pulling at, um, like, the reality is like the customer expectations are changing, right? And they're changing quick. Like companies like, you know, Amazon and how easy they make it, you know, to to refill your toilet paper or to buy that new book or to buy basically anything now. Um, those expectations are 
are coming faster down to small businesses. And that's the problem inherently that we are trying to solve, right? How do we help you solve? And today, I think we do a really good job of helping, helping service businesses solve today's problems, you know, like job tracking and customer management under control. Um, and, you know, we're really working to solve tomorrow's problems. And those tomorrow's problems are, you know, increasingly tomorrow, right? With this, you know, uh, with pandemic, it's people, you know, we saw a huge increase in things like, uh, online booking and, and like contactless payments and like paying online Cu customers or companies who were like, I've never taken a credit card before because of that fee. They're like, well, now people, I don't want to take cash because I'm scared of cash or whatever it is yeah. or that my customers, they won't go to the bank. So they don't have cash. And, um, and so, yeah, like online booking is, is exactly that, right? It's like you do all this work, uh, to get, to build a reputation, build reviews, do great work. And that's what like, that's what small home service entrepreneurs are really good at is like whatever job they're doing there, that's what they're great at. Right. And so we try and do the other part. So you get people to, you know, you build a reputation, you get the neighbors doing word of mouth and people land on your website or your Facebook page. You don't want to have to, you know, increase that friction between like them being on your Facebook page and them having to find your contact button or call you or send you an email and then an email, you know, everybody gets a million emails a day. So can you just like, capture that information right away with online booking, get it in. Um, then you have somebody, like you said, on the back end who can instantly kind of deal with those things. And, you know, we, you know, you can set it up, whether it's you or an ops manager or a sales manager, and you can take that and you can reply right away. And and then, yeah, those follow-ups. So you get a quote, you know, and, uh, you know, somebody wants a quote on, on something, you get it in, uh, you can reply right away, price it out. If you need to schedule like a, a visit to, to do an assessment, can do that on site it doesn't go into your your invoicing or your quoting you don't have to like you know manage that job uh, and then yeah like you said automating that follow-up because again we're trying to use technology to solve those customer expectation problems and, and customers are as busy as business owners right. right their kids are going crazy climbing on the table and they forget that oh yeah ryan sent me a quote i i do need to get that that fixed but i'm busy but that quick follow-up that text might just be just what they need to like yep. be like yep actually let's approve that and get that done um, so we're like inherently like trying to to reduce friction through that customer journey, right? And and to use technology that exists that, you know, frankly, companies like Amazon and Uber have have done such a good job of removing all the friction in in what they're good at, right? It's yeah. it's frictionless to get in an Uber, call an Uber, get in, get out. You don't even have to take your credit card out. So why can't it be like that when you're booking? you know, an overhead door repair or a house cleaning or getting your lawn cut. Like there shouldn't be six steps involved to get your lawn right. cut. There should be, you know, two. So um, texting yeah. is huge for me, right? Like I love to text businesses because it allows me to pick up and drop the conversation at my convenience, but still get the, you know, still get it uh, accomplished. So, you know, I've got my honey do list, right? Where my wife is like, Hey babe, I need you to do this. And sometimes that involves like, you know, hiring somebody to come out and like spray the weeds or whatever. Uh, well, I run multiple businesses and, you know, I, that's enough. But then I got two kids and, you know, I'm taking off and going to take my kid to football and my daughter to cheer or whatever. And so I'm running around. Well, while I'm sitting in the parking lot, wait, you know, waiting for something or whatever to be able to like shoot a text and be like, hey, I need to schedule an appointment for somebody coming out and spray my weeds. Great you don't even need to be there. We know like, is there any particular like areas that it's in uh, front yard only? Great. We'll take care of it. Oh my God. Check box, right? Like I feel like my boxes get bigger and the list gets longer. Uh, but if I can just like 
knock it out, then I, I feel very good about using that business because I know that anytime I need anything, I can just text them. And, uh, I'm a huge fan. Like, I don't know if you're familiar with like, um, uh, what is it? Apple business chat. I think, uh, Google has something very similar, but Apple business chat allows you to, um, essentially like there's going to be like a directory and you can literally like, um, look for a business by category. Uh, but you can text them, but the experience through text is totally different. It's like branded at the top, you know what I'm saying? So like, I got involved in that very early. And so when people like message in or text in, if they're on an iPhone, it converts them to Apple business chat and they can literally like save my contact information. And it's like branded. They can see my logo and everything in the text, uh, uh, messaging platform. It's really cool. Anyway, long story short, um, I, I, I think that's huge. And you guys have a messaging platform where people can message in. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. So you can do two way text messaging within the platform. So then it's all again, like, you know, coming back to your point about, you know, like even like lead management and very, building more of those like sales focused sides of CRM, like, you know, obviously all of that communication all the way through is really important to, to maintain that relationship. But, but yeah, you can, you know, send one of those automated follow ups. And if people reply, it comes right back into your job or account, you know, which clients it's attached to if they have questions about the quote, you know, there's a little link to like go to the quote. And, and again, because it's all in one system, that's where that that power comes from, right? Like not having to be like, okay, now I'll jump into my chat system or I'll jump into my invoicing system. Um, having everything kind of flow through the one pipeline of your work uh, in one system is, is really powerful for sure. Yeah. So for me, I'm choosing a software that's going to help me uh, automate things that reduces workflows. Um, it also makes you look bigger than you actually are. Uh, mm -hmm. Makes you look intentional because I think intentional is important. Um, that's kind of like been my word the last year and a half is I want everything to be intentional, even if it's automated, right? Like let's automate it and make it intentional. And so I think it's important that customers know you care. So when you send out a quote, you know, a follow-up email from the owner saying that we care, um, you know, after you do the job, send an email thanking them for their business a year later, talk to them about their anniversary. You can automate a lot of that communication. Yeah. Um, but talking about intentional, like, you know, when we book an appointment, we're so busy, you know, a lot of people, I think the last thing we want as a business owner is to book appointments with customers who, you know, don't, don't remember or whatever. So, you know, I'm a big fan of like confirmation texts and emails. I'm a big fan of like, Hey, I'm on my way text. Um, I like having the photo in there for them to be able to see the technician, um, and then just kind of automate in that process. Tell me a little bit, like, I, I believe as a business owner, people are looking for that technology. Uh, tell me a little bit about what you guys offer in the way of notifications and um, and what you see on your side. Because I know for me, when it comes to reviews, like one of the most uh, popular topics, especially from women, is that they sent the photo of the technician so I could see what mm -hmm. you look like. Um, speak to that a little bit and how Jobber approaches that. Yeah, so that's great. Good. And uh, yeah, so that's... It exactly like you said like you don't as a business owner you have so much to do right like you don't need to kill yourself to like try and remember when it's somebody's one year anniversary or to send a, a reminder here or a reminder there or even just a simple follow-up so we the approach we take is to like automate as much of that as possible but to make it seem um 
like a reel, right? So it's all customizable. It's not just canned. You can you can put anything you want in there. Um, you can you can you know again it pulls the customer name in, so it's not like hey there, you know it's hey Chris when you're actually talking to Chris. Um, and then you can customize. Do you want that through email? Do you want that through SMS? Where do you want replies to go to? Um, do you want it to go out after after every job? Like what the timing is? Um, and then you know we we try to make sure that um, we you know, we reduce that barrier on the customer side too, right? Like if you, if you want a customer to leave you a review, can we, how do we simplify that process after an automated message rather than them having to do multiple things? Can we just pull, pull that information in and, and make it really easy and simple? Um, you know, it's a, it's kind of a win-win for, for the customer and, and the business. So yeah, we take a very like, um, you know, everything we do is very measured and very intentional with, with the new features we release. And, and, you know, we take a, we try and sit on the same side of the table as our customers and to really understand the problems that they're trying to solve. Uh, and then we build the solutions, you know, with them. Uh, and that's like largely over the last, you know, year where our messaging has really continued to evolve into like solving more of those automated, uh, those messages in an automated way. Um, and then like really focusing on that customization. Uh, Cause that's what we hear from our customers all the time is like, I like, I like that, but can I just tweak it to just a little bit like this? Right. And it's, you know, you know, it's maybe it's you call us up and you need to spend 30 minutes on the phone, you know, getting into a new area, a new release and setting it up. But once you set it up, you're, you're done with it. Um, and, and so we make sure that our, our customer success team is, is always available too, to, to kind of walk people through any, any new settings or, or anything that we, we push out. Nice. Uh, another thing that I like about you guys is that you have uh, integrations with Zapier, QuickBooks, MailChimp. Um, I'm not familiar with FleetSharp, um, but I do know Stripe. Uh, it's credit card processing, um, and you can even do recurring uh, payment processing with Stripe, which is nice. Um, what are some things that people have done with Zapier that ha that they've been able to connect that really like uh, makes a difference? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, um, and FleetSharp is essentially fleet tracking. So uh, if you've got trucks out in the field, you know it's a little plug-in into the into the module, and then you can track sort of that what they're doing, speed, mileage, and then all of that can integrate back into Jobber. Um, and you know the the Zapier, yeah, it's a really interesting one because um, that that like we use that on on our side too to automate a bunch of things, and and you can basically do you know sky's the limit. Um, and and really one of the first use cases we saw comes back to something you kind of mentioned is when you get to be a bigger business and you've maybe introduced you know you got like your first sales role or your second sales role, you're like now I need maybe more of that sales CRM that Jobber really offers or that any, you know, maybe Service Titan offers it, but there, you know, you, you don't want to have to pay that a few thousand dollars a month for, for that. You're not quite ready for that. Um, you know, taking and, and moving, you know, client information in and out of Jobber into some different, you know, more kind of robust sales focused CRMs. Uh, you know, that's a, that's a decent use case. Um, you know, pushing review information back and forth, uh, creating clients in one or the other. Uh, so it's a lot of like, if something happens in Jobber, you know, and you've got that external tool pushing it out. Um, and you know, it's, a again, it's, yeah, like I said, it's, it's very customizable. I'd say like the, the sales side is, is definitely a big, a big one. There's my dog. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I thought it was like somebody sneezing. No, that's, that's my crazy little dog. That's awesome. Um, you know, an old lady walked by the house. So, you know, he's got to make sure yeah, she doesn't come in. Good. So, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's probably one of the biggest use cases with, with, uh, Zapier and, and our product. Cool. Yeah. I'm a big fan of it. Like I use it, um, 
we actually will take data and put it into spreadsheets um, to from from um, you know there's very limited information they let us pull out of service site they kind of keep things as tight as possible uh, but I like the fact that you guys are open so the Zapier is there certain limitations like uh, is it just job data or you know can we do more with that or is it like what specifically are you guys releasing into Zapier with the API? Yeah, yeah. So the it is it is limited to um, basically the way uh, the integration works is you can um, like we need to set up endpoints in Jobber, uh, and so yeah, we've set up. Um, let me look up the the specific endpoints here, um, and it's basically triggers an action. So you can create a new client or or work requested. So again, coming back to the sales side, you can look at if you've had a quote created or approved invoice or job or visit closed, right? So. Um, like a job or visit closed, you can trigger an action then in Zapier oh, with cool. that, and you can like send a postcard. We do yeah. postcard marketing if you want to do that through so MailChimp. So you do that. I had a guy tell me once that he's using Zapier with a, a service Titan that they yeah. have like a a bell or something in the <laughs> office that like once they if they have a sale or if they hit goal for the day, the bell will go off. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I thought that was pretty neat. Uh, yeah. So like. Well, what I'd like to talk about now is uh, how you price and some of the packages. So like every software price is different, right? So like, yep. um, you know, you got some that charge by user in the field. Uh, some do like flat fee and you like take away some product for like a cheaper price. Uh, talk to me a little bit about y'all's pricing strategy and how you guys go about it. And then let's, uh, we'll dive into some of these packages. Yep. Yeah, let's do it. Yes, we we uh, we price basically against two different uh, two different um, kind of tactics there. So we we have features in each tiers. We have three tiers: twenty nine ninety nine and, and one ninety nine a month on annual pricing. And so each different tier comes with different features uh, and then different users. Uh, and so then we base that largely based on on kind of like historic data that we see. Are, you know the amount of customers that usually fall into our, our $99 connect package you know that's where we we try and make sure that price fits for most of them um, and then I think the other thing we we really try and do and this comes back to again like staying you know one of our, our our key principles is to stay like super focused on that that very small business like we don't we don't want to get into the the lure of a hundred you know employee businesses because that's inherently a totally different beast um, and so we try and keep our prices you know like really affordable so we try and you know starting at 29 is is basically everything you need to to like organize your operations like you can start and you can run your whole business um and then if you need to add another user we do we do per user pricing and that makes sense then until until a point um when you you should just probably upgrade to the next plan because you've got enough users there uh and you, then you're going to get more features too so um yeah and then we offer annual pricing so if you want to pay up front we we do a discount there and then if you want to you know want to go month by month um you can kind of pay a slightly higher price than those ones i mentioned um and then yeah never any contracts you can kind of leave at any time and, and cancel it if you need to and, and again like you said like we don't we don't lock anybody's data in. You can fully export it through all the reports that we have um, and go from there. So it's kind of, that's our, that's our approach to pricing. And I think that's important that the statement that you just made, where like, if I need to leave, I can take my data with me. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I had a good experience when I was trying to leave. I think that shows the true, like the true situation of a business is when you're like, all right, I'm ready to leave. You know, obviously it's, you know, a good obligation of your sales team to try to save them or, you know, retention team. 
but you know when when it's done and you got to go like are you going to help me get the information i need to continue to be successful and uh you guys did a really good job helping me out with that so that was good um so you guys got three packages the core the connect the grow uh you spoke a little bit to those uh right now the time of recording the pricing is 29.99 that's if you pay on the annual plan um and then the monthly plan goes 49 139 279 which is still very reasonable. And the difference between those are, you know, you're getting uh, different functionality, but it's also limitation on users. So you got like one user on the core for the $29 a month, up to seven users for $99 a month, which is, I can't even believe that's way cheap. You guys could probably go up on your pricing a little bit. Uh, and then grow up to 30 users. It's $199 a month. Um, and that's, that's big time. Like, I mean, to be able to pay $99 a month, up to seven users. That's a pretty big size company. Uh, small investment to make to have things automated and organized. Uh, and it will definitely put less stress on your office staff and potentially save you money from having to hire additional people uh, and make you more efficient uh, overall, which I believe makes you more profitable because um, you can focus on bigger things. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, just to sort of interject, like, you, you know, you're totally right. And and we're well aware too, that we could raise our prices and, and charge more. But again, um, it's not like, you know, we're, we're trying to build a business like for the long term, right. And, and we want to have, you know, we want to bring, you know, the biggest offering to market and, and, you know, the way we're really going to win is to have, you know, if we can have a million customers, we can have a much, much bigger product team because we very much view our product as, you know, we're just getting started. That's kind of a saying around jobbers, like jobber, jobbers just getting started. So, you know, we're, we're constantly growing the team and, and building the product. And, um, you know, we're, we're trying to hit that balance between, you know, running a business and, and growing a business, but also like pricing our product in a way that drives real value for, for our customers. And, I think that's the real message between, especially the connect and grow plan. Like we sell a lot of our grow plans at 199. Uh, and I think we, we walked you through this yesterday in the, in the demo, like, you know, solely based on even a couple, a couple features, the optional line items where, you know, if you're sending out a quote, uh, you can have, you know, what the customer asked for, and then you can add a couple optional, um, line items on there that they can just, all they have to do is like click it when they're in their client hub, they can see that you can attach a picture, all the information you need. And that upsell, like even if you close one additional quote a month with an upsell, it often pays for that extra hundred dollar upgrade. Yes. Uh, and you know, we I have customers that do that. They're like, that's a no brainer. Yeah, yeah. That's a feature that I don't actually have. Like, you know, talking about efficiencies and, and opportunity to upsell, you know, I know upsell is a dirty word for some, some guys in, in the home service industry, but I'm a true believer in offering. And if people want it, they'll get it. Um, but being able to build a quote and then maybe have like a, uh, uh, extended warranty or some type of subscription service and, uh, add it on there and make it optional. I think that's a win, right? So like if it's on there every single time and you only get it like 30% of the time, that's 30% of the time you weren't getting it before. And so if you, um, you know, I think the way that we deal with things now is, is we try to you know, communicate all the way through what we offer and we have to offer multiple quotes. Uh, so you would have to like duplicate that quote and then add that in there and let them choose. Do they want the one with the repairs and that in it or the one with the repairs without the one in it? So being able to just do one quote definitely simplifies things. And then you have the option to just send it over and let them choose, you know, Hey, I want to take this off. Well, instead of like emailing and say, Hey, I'm ready to go with you guys, but I want to take this off. They can just take it off 
uh, and then approve the quote, which is one less back and forth. And I mean, you're talking about, you know, making it easy to do business with, you know, I'm a huge fan of Calendly um, scheduling things like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you're scheduling things on Calendly, I think that you're, you're kind of getting it because um, that's what it's all about, like reducing the back and forths. Uh, removing the barriers uh, to get to the point where you can like sell. Uh, I think that's great. So uh, one last question that I definitely want to ask is like uh, if somebody wanted to go with uh, say the core products, but um, uh, maybe wanted to add an extra user, does that automatically bump them up? And then also the other question is, let's say I wanted to go core, but I like a feature and grow like the two way text. Can I buy a feature a la carte? Yeah. So um, by a feature, no. Uh, what that does is um, that actually introduces a ton of complexity on like the engineering side. And we used to, before we had the three tiers, and this may be, well, now time flies, but I don't even know when you, when you were using it. We used to have like a base monthly fee and then add-ons, right? Oh, you want QuickBooks Sync? 20 bucks. You want an extra user? 19 bucks. I think that's um, how it was. And with so the we user. used to do we used to do that, um, and we we've pulled back on that now and gone to the the tier. So it it, it allows us to to kind of keep the the offering simple, and especially when you're a new business coming in to just try and understand. Right. But then yeah, we do offer per user pricing. So if you're you know two people and you want the core, you want that kind of you know base operations package. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's. Uh, I think it's ten dollars a month uh, is what it's currently at to add that second user. So it bumps you up from you know twenty nine or you know to thirty nine, um, and then keeps you gives them all the all the access. And then if they're an employee, you can use the permissions. If they're like a partner, then you can give them full access. Um, and then yeah, you can you know add a couple users onto core and, until you start to bump up against that that connect price, and then make the jump into to kind of the next level of, of features uh, that you can kind of keep going with. Can you define? Uh, jobber's definition of a user because I do know that like some companies define a user as like a technician and then we have users like in the like in the office yeah. and then you have like anyone who has a login so yeah. uh, how do you guys define a user so anyone you want to log into the software like via the, the app or the web or any browser is going to need a, a user seat so that's going to need a login you can add emails and you can um you know you can message people out things you can you can still like print day sheets off if that's what you want to do as, a, as an easy kind of first step um, but if you want to then take advantage of like having everything in app and, and kind of that whole system then that's where we charge that for that user seat so anybody with a login essentially is a user um, I don't know how long you guys are going to be running this or actually exactly when this is going live, to be honest with you, but currently you guys have a 25% off for three months, um, for a new year special. Um, yeah. and then, uh, to get to the website, it's getjobber.com. uh, getjobber.com. They got their pricing right there. Their full disclosure and they're not, doesn't look like they're hiding anything. Um, and, uh, so if, uh, if somebody was interested in signing up, uh, they have a start a free trial right here, smack on their website, go to their homepage. Uh, they'll let you play with the software before you get started. You can kind of add a, add a customer, add a job, kind of go through the workflow and play with it a little bit and see if you like it. Um, I would tell you that, you know, from my experience, uh, a, a good software company is, uh, builds an intuitive product that's easy to use. And that's a very, you know, it sounds simplistic. Like I'm, but it's actually extremely complicated. Um, so they've done a very good job of hitting a home run with that. 
Um, they they aren't going after really the same customers like a service titan, um, but I think that they bring a lot of value to clients, um, to dealers like door dealers or, or home service companies in general. Uh, if you are that guy who has, you know, four or five, ten trucks on the road, I think you run your business off of this and do really well and save tons of money on uh, the actual software itself. And I don't think you'll lack a ton. Um, I think where, like we talked about before, like, um, you know, the business intelligence, there's like software that I've looked into that's tens of thousands of dollars a year. Um, you know, how deep do you want to go into that? And and as you grow your company, maybe that's something you look into. But for you guys getting started or, you know, in the door industry, I told those guys yesterday, majority of people are smaller. You know, you're looking at two, three people. Uh, this is a perfect product for you guys. So uh, uh, if you um, have any questions about it, you can reach out to me. I know the team at Jobber's really good. Uh, you can schedule a demo with those guys, uh, start a free trial. They got the uh, special going on. I don't see any like really downfalls at all for using their product. Um, real quick, serve like support hours. Are you guys 24-7, seven days a week, or when do you guys provide support? Yeah, so we're we're twenty four seven, you know, through through email. So you can support a throw an email ticket in there, uh, and then during during business hours, um, largely we've got offices in kind of like the the west coast and the east coast in Canada. So we support basically all those office hours, um, and through chat or phone, and and those are all included on every plan. So if you're even if you're a core customer. Uh, it doesn't mean you can't call us and talk to our support team. Um, and that's that's kind of a standard that we, we've held and will maintain. Um, so yeah, support's always included uh, and phone call, chat. Chat's a huge one. You can chat right in the product um, very quick. And then if you need to hop on a call, the team can just start a call right from there. Um, and then, yeah, email's kind of 24-7. Awesome. Well, mm -hmm. I think you've done a good job like explaining Jobber and you know, how you guys, uh, do business. Um, it's no secret that I'm a fanboy. So, uh, if you are interested, please, when you reach out to them, just let them know that you heard about them through the podcast torsion talk. Uh, so they know they didn't waste their time coming on here. I'm not getting That's anything great. in return. I just want them to know that their efforts were worth it. Um, and so thank you, Nick, for coming on the show. I appreciate your time. And, um, if you, uh, if you ever need anything from us, please reach out. Um, and thank you guys out there uh, in the door industry that do what you do every day and work hard to grow businesses, even if it's not your own. You're out there uh, treating your customers right and helping business owners. And uh, what you do is not easy. And remember that. I want you to stay safe, stay focused, and uh, dream big. You guys have a great day.